Here we go. It's another happy Nuts Coach happy hour. It's Friday, February 26th. Matt Gamble, the man himself, is back from paradise. I'm Phil Bean, just hanging out in the same old spot as usual. Uh, but, Mac, we're getting into it again. We're back, the two we of us. We are back. Let's dive into some stuff today. What do you say? Yeah, missed missed two Fridays. So, apologies for the, I guess, the interruption in episodes. But we are back. That's the main thing. That is the main thing. So, Sarah Phillip filled in for you last week. I don't even know if you know that. Oh, um, man, didn't realize. Yeah, so did we, we did. We, did, did we get an episode out? We did. <laughs> did oh. a great episode. We're going to have to listen to that one. That sounds really interesting. <laughs> I should have probably shared that with you, my bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she was awesome. Uh, we dove into helping guide uh, clients through these challenging times, you know, dealing with gotcha. COVID and, and, you know, the back end of winter, February bleeds into March and especially yep. where Sarah is yep. in Chicago. She's like, my clients are bummed out. I'm just trying to celebrate all the small wins at this point and keep everything on track. <laughs> all you can do, especially up there when it's probably 10 degrees outside. Yeah. Yeah, we were joking on on that episode. I think that that I had basically grown a bond with the big hunk of ice on her windowsill that you can see behind her. Um, it's like our our new friend that's hanging out in the background of all our calls. Like you said, Chicago's great from May through August. Yeah. <laughs> Other that's than it. that, opt out, folks. Yeah, opt, opt out. <laughs> all right. Well, great to have you back. I think in light of kind of bringing you back into the fold, I, we just wanted to dive into like a, a, you know, maybe even a, you pick two, we're going to pick a few things, um, new things that are, that we've seen lately, interesting things that are going on, interesting conversations that are having that we're having. And we're just going to jump into some different topics and, and have a little fun today. But to start, you just pointed out some interesting news to me. This is some borderline speculation. Um, borderline hints um, that potentially Apple could be getting into a little bit of health coaching at some point? Yeah, there were a couple articles I saw because, you know, always kind of intrigued with seeing what's going to happen in the coaching space. And I'm always intrigued with how, you know, we've talked about this with consumer brands kind of, I think, helping drive forward client experience. And so it's interesting when you start seeing some of those platforms and technology start kind of weaving in human accountability in different ways. So yeah, what I found essentially was an article and it was talking about how there's a new patent um, around Apple potentially venturing into coaching. And I think the idea is that more coaching specifically to blood glucose management. So I think the idea that as that data set becomes more readily available, which I know there are rumors out there that one of the next watches is actually going to collect that information that you will then have the opportunity through whether it's Apple Health or something like that to essentially connect to a coach in some way. And I'm not sure, you know, I know Apple does have a health arm that is, they have practices around, around their location, around the different locations, and they have practitioners and staff. So who knows, maybe they're using some of their own staff members, maybe they're recruiting coaches. At this point, we don't know, but something to keep your eyes on. And the big question, I think, for everybody, can these big consumer brands um, that are more tech-focused just include coaching? Is that, that going to be a seamless step for them? Is that going to be awkward? Is it going to be a good experience, bad experience? At this point, we don't know. 
are they going to go in on it? Are they going to just dabble with it and, and do some research and then kind of open things up from there? Yeah, there's a lot of directions we could see it go. This is speculation hour, so we're having a little yeah. fun with it over here. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say what to expect. You know, we, we've always had one of the interesting, you can't read into to these things, can't read in too much, I guess, to, to these things because like filing a patent for Apple is kind of like, you know, the internet dude just grabbing a bunch of URLs. It's kind of a similar thing. Like it's a rounding yep. error for them. So there's a hell of a lot of patent filing going on at companies like Apple, Samsung, Google that, you know, they're never really going to pursue. Oh yeah. Sure. They're filing every, maybe even multiple a week. Who knows? Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but definitely an interesting thing to keep your eye on. They can really shake up kind of the, at least the, you know, deeper into healthcare kind of side of coaching uh that that part of the world hell it'd be fascinating if that yeah. comes out um well, what's, the, i think what's interesting though because there was an another article that i actually had mentioned to you that i found it was regarding how google fit is going to be um using the smartphone camera to start measuring uh heart rate and respiratory rate yeah. and i think i you know i know that's more health specific but i think this is just all to say I think we're venturing into a new generation now of mobile health for the health side. And I think in cross coaching in general, we're starting to see better data sets being available to the coach. Those that are maybe becoming more passive. So we talked about Apple health potentially getting into blood glucose. I think the, we're going to start seeing better and better information in our fingertips as coaches, which I'm, I'm, I think we're all excited about the days of, of manual journaling, um, may be behind us maybe at some point who knows but i think there's at least we're kind of at the precipice of some new innovation coming out that may just make our lives easier as coaches and better being better connected with clients yeah no doubt now that's all to say um there's a hell of a lot of value to manually tracking builds habits better than uh having things happen passively right because yeah. you're, you're actually engaging with it so um it just creates a better opportunity for the balance going forward um mm -hmm. Definitely getting things that are, are more accurate is going to be important. Well, I think it's more targeted tracking experiences versus I think where, where and I, it's funny, I was on a few calls this week from an implementation standpoint with some of our customers that were, um, you know, I, I think historically some groups have done a lot around like food journaling or just journaling in general and, and very kind of all encompassing journaling of like track everything about yourself for one week, basically to try to get a baseline. Mm -hmm. And I think getting to the point where tracking can be much more targeted where it's like if they're weekly themes to your coaching program and yeah. tracking is much more of like, did you follow the program? Yes or no. Or how did you feel this week as you were following the program or how'd you feel, you know, things like that, that are more, more appropriate, not just, Hey, journal everything about yourself. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's, it's not, not everything is a slippery slope, but you can certainly go overboard. with it. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I, I generally, my rule of thumb is track everything about yourself is is not the right solution for coaching for more than maybe like a few days to get a bench line. If if yeah. if you are signed up for a six month program and you have to do that, it's going to get very very uh, tiresome for the for the client. Hell yeah, get it get very old very quickly. Um, keep things fresh, dynamic, and focused. And uh, yeah, we talk a lot about clarity, clarity, and exactly what you're expecting from your clients is, mm -hmm. is super critical. And if you can keep that narrow and defined, that's just going to serve you better and better for sure. So keep your eyes on it. I think continue to see some interesting innovation coming out around 
just data collection. So something to always keep your eyes on. So if we see anything, we'll bring it up here. Tech Talk with Mac and Phil. All right, we're going to do that again. Um, we're going to keep doing that. We'll keep you guys updated on the cool stuff that we're seeing. Um, hopefully it's not always just like super like blood gl- glucose and, and medical. It was just, it's, it's Apple. It was in, it's in the Apple. news over the past few weeks. It's relevant. I think it's, uh, I, I think typically when you see kind of Apple start, you know, going in, in interesting directions, you'll see others follow. Um, so I think we'll see maybe more in the health space that way, but I think you'll see more and more things, you know, outside health too. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, other things going on in the nudge coach world. Um, let's see, we just got through, I guess, what are we two weeks removed from wrapping up our next round of the mastermind? Um, was great. We've continued to narrow the focus on that. Um, and it's cohort two, right? Cohort two. Cohort two. Yeah. Second run at it. And it was, it was a lot of fun, great group. Um, and we dug in on all about, you know, program building, how to, how to build a program. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, you know, we want to help coaches who often like have some hesitancy around the creative side, um, get these ideas out of their head faster get them on paper and start molding them so that they don't just get stuck in the cycle of, you know, thinking about creating and mm-hmm. building and, and, and mapping out their programs. So it was a really fun process. I think we, we learned a lot together and already seeing some exciting things come out of it. So we broke out into small, a small group um, afterwards um, that some of the folks from the, from the mastermind kind of opted to, to dive into together where basically each week someone is hosting, walking through what they've built and getting feedback, asking questions, kicking around ideas with the rest of the people who wanted to be a part of that. Um, and it's already been a lot of fun. For example, I guess this goes back to, you know, we're in, in health, uh, already so far this podcast, but, um, Mm -hmm. The one we went through this past Tuesday was someone who's basically building the the CDC's diabetes prevention program into uh-huh. a platform, um, which was really cool to see. I mean, it was, there was a bunch of really interesting questions that came. I know up. other people trying to do the same thing right now too, so it does make me wonder if there's. Uh, I don't know. I feel like helping connect some of these like-minded people to see how they're doing it. Yes, can we be the bridge that brings those people together? But um, yeah. It was, the f- part of the fun of it is the the kind of small breakout group is people from all different d- disciplines um, kind of providing feedback on this very you know mm-hmm. niche kind of specific healthcare kind of program. Um, so was, yeah, what are the types of coaches are, were in the mastermind? Uh, oh my gosh, all all over the map for sure. So we had career coaches, business coaches, more traditional mm-hmm. sort of business coaches. Um, we have memory coach uh, who kind of is back for the second round. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck around and again. Um, what else, man? Um, you know, all these different kinds of programs that are pretty interesting in terms of the variety of, uh, there's this group called the science of happiness. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Very interesting stuff. Um, they, it's sort of spun out of some research at someone at a major university in the UK. Um, I may be getting that wrong either, either in Europe and it's now in the UK or started in the UK oh, and gotcha. now it's in Europe, but um, 
they're building some interesting things. Look forward to them hosting one soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, just a, a whole wow. cross-section of different ideas and philosophies um, overlapping together. And it's really generating some interesting conversations. But I think the big learning overall, if mm-hmm. I had to really zoom out here, is just that most of the people in the mastermind were sort of scared to dive in and start building. And I've heard a lot of that during implementations recently. And it's it's amazing once they started building is like the levy broke. And all of a sudden, I literally saw this guy have a year of programming in his in his platform after explicitly saying he had this hesitancy with even getting started. Like, I don't know where to start, blah, 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 which Mm -hmm. I get, you know, it's always the hardest step, but it's amazing to see how the levy can just break and, and even coaches who haven't, you know, thought a ton about program design mm-hmm. in the past, um, given the right tools and the right kind of guardrails, you know, sometimes it's a win that there's only so much you can do and you can only build things into so many different formats. And once you get started kind of understanding what mm-hmm. you're, what you're doing, like the levy breaks and all of a sudden you're six months into building something in a couple of days. And it's just kind of, an amazing thing to see happen. And like, uh, I know Shane who went through things on Tuesday was just like, you could see it was kind of like, I can't believe I have this much. No, it's, it's funny you say that because I feel like I almost wonder if part of the hesitancy in, in reasoning is there really hasn't been a great way for coaches, a great vehicle for coaches to be creative and experiment mm-hmm. with programming in content creation, other than just whipping up, Word docs, Excel, you know, Excel calculators and getting images and kind of just trying to string stuff together in very manual ways. I think now, much like you've seen with like landing page builders, I think having that kind of efficiency side of it yeah. has really blown the doors off it. And I, to your point, I said, I think I said, I mentioned, I've seen, uh, had multiple conversations over the past week or two where someone has said something very similar of, Hey, I'm feeling hesitant. And then while we were kind of walking through it or while they had a chance to do it on their own, they, they literally either said it on the call or I got an email saying it. I'm having so much fun now, now that they've kind of gotten the hang of it. So I, I think this is going to be really neat to see over the coming months of like what people are building and looking through that. Oh yeah. It's, I think we, we, you know, we'll be in a very exciting position to be able to look back and say, you know, we had a system that was built around kind of, you know, just this coaching relationship at first. Mm -hmm. Right. And we didn't really know what was going on on the programming side and people were hesitant for a reason because they were having to like build automated email sequences and try to sync them up and time them up and trigger them in different ways. And just having one place to be able to build things in and and deliver them right where the coaching is happening anyway, is definitely as we get into it and as we're able to kind of dig in with people and just get them through that, like break through that barrier and just unlock kind of all this kind of creative Mm -hmm. energy that's been backed up. Um, I, we're going to see some crazy stuff. And I think that like you and I have talked about this a lot. We've had this sort of underlying theory Mm -hmm. that, you know, people are talking more, more about this creator economy. That's like 50 million people who are self-proclaimed creators that have YouTube audiences and Twitch channels and huge followings and their influencers and all this stuff. And the way we're kind of looking at this is it's like 15 million people that 
a hell of a lot of them are going to be businesses in the coming years mm-hmm. um, who have expertise and are trying to share that with the world. And just better tools is going to enable a hell of a lot of those people to kind of realize that, hey, they can communicate this, teach it, coach it, and take it to yep. the next level, help people kind of achieve what they've achieved and, and create a business around it. Um, it's going to be really fun to see this all pan out if it keeps going in this direction. Um, we're sort of positioned to be kind of the next iteration of like, online course platforms where those are really static, but what if there was direct connection with the course creator and coaching along the way? Yeah. I, and I'm glad you said that because I feel like typically what you've seen has been, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a coach creator or even I'm going to rope consultants into that too. And it's either been, Hey, I'm doing things very, very personalized, very one-to-one. So it's a lot of email, text message, so on and so forth, or it's, Hey, I'm going hyper scalable. And you're basically creating courses. And I think what we found, both are suboptimal. I think there's there's flaws to both. And it's kind of you need a marriage of the two and kind of a shakeup of the two combined to get to what I think most people would say is a much more effective, efficient way to, to work with a client type population. Um, and so, yeah, yeah I, I think we're starting to see uh, so cool too, as you're kind of bringing these different coach types together in a mastermind. I mean, how often have you seen coaches from different verticals like that being able to collaborate on program create? I mean, that, that I feel like everything you see is always so industry specific. Oh yeah. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild to see. Cause like the mindset of someone who is, I mean, you can probably put yourself in, in, in these shoes or at least imagine kind of having conversations with these different people that, mm-hmm. that we do. I want kind of other, others who are listening to this to hear this, but like someone who's kind of in healthcare and building out literally the CDC's diabetes prevention yeah. program into our platform, DPP as it's called, um, is going to be very like by the book. I have to hit check all these boxes, right? It's very healthcare, like, you know, sign the Mm -hmm. form, check the box, do all the things, right? Protocol, protocol, protocol. Matching that person up with people who are like really like true creatives is just, that creates some fascinating moments. Um, Jamie, who, um, you know, they have a yoga studio in San San Mm -hmm. Francisco and a big membership base that they've been taking online during the pandemic and all this stuff. Having him interact with with Shane even about the diabetes program was just entertaining as all hell. I mean, it was great. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that I do think though, there's there's so much value here. And like I said, I I just don't think this happens enough. I feel like so many I mean, we've collaborated with with different groups along the way too, whether they were in, you know, health coaching or different facets of coaching. And I do just feel like everything is so siloed that you start getting very, I don't know, very kind of vanilla type ideas, so hyper-specific to that, to that industry. And and I think there's just so much benefit if we can kind of bring, bring these people together. So interesting to see kind of, I almost feel like we should do like a summary recap of like the crazy cool stuff that comes out of these masterminds. Oh yeah. People are no, it's, it's definitely going to be great. You could see like through the process of, of Shane from this very healthcare perspective, going through this with people in different spaces yeah. and softening his approach as he was going through it and thinking more about like putting himself in the shoes of patient he's working with. Um, how can he introduce things like weigh-ins more kind of empathetically and gracefully 
all from feedback from these people in yeah. different disciplines who aren't just checking boxes and, and, you know, following protocols so specifically, but really kind of over on, yeah. on the like high empathy side of things. Um, that was kind of the, the initial thing that we saw for sure. But the funny thing is it also connects with the conversation we had this week, kind of a follow-up conversation. Mm-hmm. You guys may remember a few weeks back, we had Laura Pober and on, um, and she was talking about kind of the value of, of deep connection with clients mm-hmm. um, that, you know, establishing that deep connection can unlock so much for you. And kind of realized like with what we're talking about here, kind of this big creator economy that could potentially get into coaching, um, this balance that I think is going to become more and more important that I think maybe the, the end kind of sweet spot mm-hmm. of how we help people grow yeah. going forward, yeah. um, which is the kind of deep personal connection on one end, right? And the desire to scale a program or business on the other end. And where do those two things meet? It's like Laura, uh, who is every bit as passionate about the deep connection piece as we are about having fun building frameworks and talking about scale. I love having conversations with her for this reason, because we, we are kind of mishmashing and meeting in the middle on that, that concept. No, that's, that's so true. Yeah. Every time we have a conversation with Laura, I got some kind of big takeaway. I feel like I look at things differently. Um, but no, I think it's one of the big things too, from a conversation I had with her recently that it would just really hit home was talking about the different personas, kind of the six, I think it's six different personas she has of different clients she works with yep. and how that shapes the way in which she communicates. Yep. And it just, one of those things I, I love that concept of that idea of like, you, you can't, you can't have this singular focus when you're trying to engage clients remotely. Everyone's different. You know, we used to, I remember early on, say, you know, some people were more data trackers, some people were more communicators. And I think that was kind of the first step of, hey, working with people differently. But it's interesting to see how people now have kind of really evolved and have more personas or, you know, kind of um, avatars almost they're kind of coaching. And I think that's just such a cool concept when we get into remote coaching. Yep. Yep. And that, that interview that we had with her, the conversation we had with her was fun because she was, I think she, she went out of her way to like introduce some of the funnier ones. Like one of them is the bad boy and she painted oh, a yeah. hilarious picture of the bad boy person. <laughs> was that, was that the same as like the weekend warrior or was that a different one? I think that was a different one, oh, um, gotcha. but yeah, I mean, she's done a really good job with these. They're, they're very yeah. like, they're not only valuable there. She creates them in an entertaining way. So she actually, just put it put together a new blog post that we're, we're putting up on nudge coach on the blog um, so check that out first of all and secondly as you look at it i would just really encourage people to think about okay i really want to scale my business you can't scale if you can't create connections with people because they're not going to follow yep. you you know that's a good point so there is this inevitable meeting in the middle of these two concepts and i don't want to say it's like trade-offs necessarily because i think more connection unlocks more potential for scale so how do you repeatably create those connections you know and and kind of build it up from there right that's like the magic that we're looking for here as we work together and try to figure out how to perfect programs going forward yeah it was it was interesting because i remember one takeaway from the conversation we had with her too was that idea of you know, where to systematize and where not to systematize. And I, I just always think back to that one thing she said that kind of hit us, I think both of us kind of square in the face was 
how Calendly use oh, use of guy. something like Calendly or a book, some kind of scheduler could actually be perceived as a very cold um, component of your program. Yep. And it, I think in a way it is kind of true. It, it sometimes does seem like you're most like dismissing or dismissive of, Hey, my time's so valuable. I can't take the time to be kind of collaborating with you back and forth. And when the best time to connect is, which is interesting to see how people can perceive that. Um, So it was, you know, one of those things to think, think through in terms of how each little piece of your program can either maybe in a very much the margin, just incrementally help or hurt the perception of that connection that you have with your client. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot about that example. So good. Um, and I like literally there was an email exchange with her right after and one of us sent, I, it was either me or you sent a Calendly link to her. And I was like, this is great. I can't wait to see if she actually books. Through this. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, you know, those services are, are great and they work really well within kind of automation, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see though, as you think about how you interact with your client, because we talk about all the time how, you know, email is such a cold form of communication, especially with clients, that even some of these tools we maybe use that kind of, you know, touch email in different ways and kind of other communication systems can, can maybe further influence that perception. Yeah. I think collectively, like as coaches out there, as people who are moving into this type of model of working with people, um, more directly, um, and helping them kind of get to where they're trying to go, help them reach goals. We're probably going to get a lot better over the next couple of years, just all of us at like um, building in different layers of ways that mm-hmm. we're doing things like booking with people, like yeah. getting better at having the conversation plus having the Calendly link as a backstop for the next uh, session to make sure if it didn't get booked, that's still accessible to someone. Um all these little things I think, you know, that sound like kind of overwhelming right now, I bet a year from now, two years from now, we'll all be like, well, yeah, that's the best practice. You have a conversation about it. And then you also have the link out there in case they need to grab a time with you. Absolutely. We'll see how this develops, but I love these conversations. The personas, I definitely want to dig into, dig in with her again. So we should try to have her back on and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, talk through more of those. Because if if there are any more that were as entertaining as the bad boy, which I I just thought was fantastic, um, then yeah, I, I want to get she into. Went into all of them. I feel like we only heard like one or two. We'll have to oh, get yeah. that she, whole breakdown. You for sure teased it. You know, listen, mm-hmm. she's got a business too, so <laughs> she's not. That's true. Work everything she did a good job just teasing it but we'll have her back on and see if we can't get a little bit more out of her uh next time so i know she has a program called trigger mapping uh that she's running and yeah a couple other things she's doing but we're hoping to kind of loop her into to some of the other things we're doing including probably the next round of the mastermind which is going to be potentially a uh, different focus so we're splitting um, our mastermind groups going forward into ones that are more focused on specific areas like the program builder one that's mm-hmm. going to be all in on, Hey, how can we get these ideas out of your head on paper and paper. into a program as quickly mm-hmm. as possible, which is really seems to be the pain point for coaches, especially who haven't done this before, you know, having gone through this process mm-hmm. um, or have the tools to do it quickly, right. To do it efficiently. Um, so that'll be one hyper-focused there. Um, and we're building other ones, you know, we'll potentially get into one around just, you know, the mastery of, of remote communication. Um, but also I think we're going to do one that kind of ties it all together. That's kind of like the programming side and the communication yeah. side for the big kind of 
online coaching success mm-hmm. kit version of the master. Yeah, so one's one's maybe just more practical of kind of getting this, you know, getting your system up and running. Yeah. 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 Get it all up and running, set yourself up for success. Um, leave with the foundations to go run with your business. online. Yeah. yeah I think that's, that's definitely one that's coming, but yeah, we've got a lot, a lot coming together and hoping to tie her in for the deeper connection conversation and be kind of the counterbalance to us mapping out these scalable frameworks that you can use to, to take your business from like 10 clients to a hundred to a thousand. I think it is such a good yin and yang scenario with all this connected. Absolutely. Every yin needs their yang. Every yin needs a yang. For sure. There you go. go. Um, What else? I think we've got some, you know, several weeks out from the big update. I think we've got some updates coming. I know kind of keep your eyes peeled. If you're on the platform right now, stay tuned. I know we're kind of getting to weekly, for the most part, weekly updates now. So excited to see kind of little progress each week, which is great. Far less stressful than big updates too. So (laughs) glad that's behind us at this point. Um, So just more great things coming. I think just uh, keep your eyes peeled. And do we have a webinar on the books yet? Uh, no, we're probably going to do it either next week or the week after though. Um, just basically a kind of update, dive into the platform, show a specific example of a program. And then a couple of weeks later, do it again with a totally different specific yeah. example of a program. We'll keep your eyes peeled for that. Cause we can touch on some of the new stuff coming during that. No doubt. Should be fun. Mac, glad to have you back from the Caribbean. Um, Good to be back. Next time, take me with you. Yeah. <laughs> I think next time I'm just going to stay down there. (laughs) That's actually what I meant. You know what? That's right. Listen, everybody out there, we've learned that Zoom is pretty valuable because now everybody understands what Zoom is. Um, So you can really run things from a remote location pretty effectively. So let's all kind of chip in together, nudge Mac towards trying to run this business from St. Martin and see if it happens. (laughs) Life goals, life goals. All right, guys. So if you haven't noticed already, the podcast is renamed. It's officially Nudge Coach Happy Hour. So if you search for Nudge Coach Happy Hour, any of those things on your favorite podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you use. Um, We're also on YouTube. Um, Nudge Coach is the name of the channel. Check us out there. We just put up a new promo video that we've been working on. So I would love to hear if you like it. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's live. Yeah. So uh, check that out. Good kind of summary of the value of the new, the new updates that we pushed out and keep an eye out for, like Max said, there's been a, just an onslaught of kind of like, you know, little bug fixes and optimizations coming to the platform. But as we kind of clear some of those hurdles, I know it's a little less sexy to see those things. We'll kind of start getting into kind of adding layers of value on top of what we just put out. So really excited to get to the next phase for everybody. Neat things coming for sure. So we'll touch on those during the webinar. No doubt. Um, All right, Mac. Well, welcome back and look forward to the next few weeks of this. And guys, I guess we'll, until then, we'll see you next time. Until then, until next Friday. And stay tuned as well, because we will be hopping on the Instagram. Oh, snap. The Instagram. Can't forget the Instagrams.